Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. He's a gorilla of destiny. A bullet club OG. Continuing on the legacy of the most feared name in all of wrestling. From Tonga to Japan to America, you are now entering Tamas Island with your host, the babyface heel, Tamatonga. Yo, guys, what's up? Welcome to Tamas Island Podcast. I'm your host, Tamatonga, with my man. Hey, we need, hey, we need to come up with a with a nickname for you, Ross. What's what what's what's it gonna be, man? You. You're like oh, a, you're, you're, you're in with the culture. Can we call you like my culture guy, like Ross? That's your yeah, sure. culture. I'll, I'll be, I'm 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 Thomas Island's. Uh, col- I'm the culture vulture here at, uh, at Thomas Island. Culture. I'm the one. Like culture, culture vulture. vulture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the folk like or the folk city hustler. Whatever you want to call me. I, the I am... folk city hustler, the culture vulture, Ross Berman. Guys, thank you for joining us here on Thomas Island podcast. Beautiful week here. We got a we got a. A beautiful weekend coming in for Father's Day. You guys, we want to thank our sponsors to be the man comics and also manscaped.com. You guys, hook up your father, hook up your mans, your brothers, you know, your, your man's man, whoever it is, with a with a gift for manscaped.com using the codename Tama. Okay. That's manscaped.com backslash Tama. Use codename Tama. Cool. Let's get on with this, Ross, man. Keep me, keep me informed of what's going on in the wrestling world, man. Well, but before we start chopping it up, we either we do got to get some serious news out of the way. It was announced uh, through his it, either his personal blog or the the uh, network that he works for. Uh, former TNA uh, commentator and and pitch man Don West uh, has announced that he has uh, brain lymphoma. He's dealing with cancer at the moment. Uh, it from from his announcement, he sounds like he's in very good spirits. He sounds like he he's ready to to beat this thing and come back we want to send uh send some good good thoughts and and healing vibes to the uh to the west family and to don west yeah, as they uh, as they deal with this time because uh, yeah, man what a legend man. and this is he's one of those guys where especially in the pro wrestling business there's not a bad word anyone has ever had to say about don west he's just got this infectious enthusiasm and he's always seemed like a really a really positive guy i mean this was a guy who in 2002 when tna picked him up he did not even really know anything about wrestling. He wasn't a wrestling guy. He was just, you know, he was just a salesman. And by 2003, he's naming moves like he is. He's defining the the kind of uh, style that that he made. And so, just a real, a real tra- trailblazer and just an absolute, an absolute Hall of Famer and a legend uh, in the in the business. Shout out to Don West. Uh, yeah, I oh, once, man, positive vibes, man. Get better, absolutely. Man. Absolutely. I once I once saw Don at at the first Starcast. I saw Don West stop a fan from stealing Jeff Jarrett's guitar at like one in the morning at the at the hotel that was going on. The man <laughs> he real he's not just he he doesn't just sell the merch. He protects that stuff, man. Like he's it's a, a gimmick real, police, man. I like that. Absolutely, absolutely. Just a <laughs> just a just a real good dude, and we want to send send out some good wishes. Uh, but thanks to everyone who's joined us in the in the Twitch chat. If you're subscribed to the Thomas Island Twitch, you can you can chop it up with us. Uh, and we will ha- we'll have some some Thomas Island subscribers back next week. Some ske- we had some scheduling snafus this week, what with uh, Kazuna Road and all of that going on. But next week we'll have those those Thomas Island folks back. But this week it's just you and me, Tama, chopping it up, talking about wrestling. Uh, I feel like. I feel like the big thing we got to talk about first is Kojima, man. Kojima and Impact having just an absolute hoss fight with Joe Doring at their uh, their Against All Odds uh, Impact Plus special. Really, yeah, it's good to especially it, it happened earlier this year with Yuji Nagata, and now we're seeing it with with Kojima. These guys kind of coming over to America, getting their flowers for the fact that they have not lost a step since like the mid two thousands when they were they were running running the game. Um, but man, what have, what have you kind of thought of of Kojima and impact and the response to, to Kojima. 
I think it's great. I, I love that he's out here. I've been watching this Twitter, keeping up with what he's been doing. And uh, mm. I, I think it's a great uh, way to still stay relevant with what's going on today with all the fans. And it's actually teaching the American fans about Kojima because a lot, a lot of American fans don't know these mm. legends. He's not just Japanese legend, man. So it's good, man. I think it's, it benefits everybody and it keeps... Uh, Keeps keeps uh, uh, Kojima and the the older generation on their toes, man. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I see it right now. The way uh, uh, Nagata came out here, I, lo- I love it mm-hmm. because then you got with, with with what's going on in Japan right now. The younger guys are coming up. We're showcasing yep. them. Gives the time for the uh, gives gives the audience over there in Japan a break of the legends. The legends come out here and kind of in your face mm-hmm. over here so it's 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 nice man everybody's still it's a win-win for everybody absolutely i i'm with you and especially with a company like impact where you know it's no secret that there was a time when new japan and and at the time tna now impact wrestling they didn't get along very well because of how the people were featured on the on the program and so to now see a kojima come in there be treated like the legend he is yeah did he beat joe doring no but it was the hell of a fight and a hell of a showcase and it, it was the kojima of new japan and the kojima of noah was the kojima that was in impact there was none of this you know make them make them into something they're not and it, it was just Wait, an absolute when was that when was that old uh TNA impact uh, relationship with New Japan was that in the mid that, in the mid uh, 2000s, right? It was like yeah, it was like end of end of the 2000s, like the 2010s, as the dawn of the 2010s, like right right in that era. Right. It's been a full yeah. decade. Pretty much none of the people that that were uh, at TNA then are there now, and so it's 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 been a you you've definitely seen, especially on the uh, part of guys like Scott Demore and people in the back uh, of Impact, they've really reached out and really made it clear that like, look, that was ten years ago. If every if if we hold up our end, because that was the whole problem. It's not like it's not like New Japan was was really the problem. It was just about TNA holding up their end of of the talent showcase. And now that now that Impact has come in and said, yeah, no, we can hold up our end. Everyone wins. Everyone gets to do. Everyone gets to do business. Everyone gets to look good, and it's and Impact's doing the best they've ever done between guys like Omega and Kojima, uh, mm-hmm. and and uh, the Good Brothers, and uh, even Finn Juice coming over. You're seeing mm-hmm. TNA do. They're they're doing number. They're actually registering in the ratings, which for a long time they simply weren't. They were they were kind of relying on the on the diehards, and now they've yeah. they've got a. Re- They've got to return to that. They're they're in vogue again. They're finally they feel they feel like they they've got that that cool factor again. Props to yeah, props to to TNA man. And there was a there was something that was brought up here on on the island uh, by one of our mm-hmm. Patreon members, uh, Scott. That there was a rumor that was flowing around that Impact had came over to Japan and was apologizing and and mm-hmm. uh, for what happened in the past and just trying to mend you know mend bridges and whatnot. And and that's I'll, I'll confirm it. That's true. I was there. I saw that firsthand. Scott Demore mm-hmm. coming over and trying to, um, you know, fix things. And all them guys in the past that ran TNA back then, that's they're all gone, from my knowledge at least. And yep. they're all gone. And these guys right now, they're trying to revive TNA, and I think they're doing a pretty good job of of getting uh, eyes on the product. So hey, yep. cool. Hey, keep I- giving, keep uh, bringing over our legends, man. Kojima, bring yeah. over the next legend, Tomatonga. I'm in a Hell yeah. that shit. There you go. I'm just look. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Slammiversary tickets were not cheap. Slammiversary tickets were like 230 250 dollars, and they sold that bad boy out. And so there are people that are willing. It's it's now at the point where people are willing to to put out money for Impact. They're really. Mm-hmm. It's not just this, you know, morbid curiosity that I think it was for a lot of fans. Now it's a real. It people want to fuck. Now people want to see it. People want to. People want to be in the building. And I think post pandemic is going to be a real interesting time not only for uh uh impact wrestling but for places like mlw places like mm-hmm. aew i mean mlw they've they've got this this reboot going on they're bringing back uh they're bringing guys like davy richards guys like lee moriarty so they've got the past they've got the future they've they've really mm-hmm. seemed to have their finger on the pulse aew uh, ticket talk- sale we yep. talked about this on the happy hour. I just I just watched MLW this past weekend for the first time. I, I don't watch the product. I just happened mm-hmm. to be flipping on, on the channel and I saw the product and I was impressed with how the presentation of the product. I saw it on uh Vice. We were talking yep. about that in the podcast before, right? I think Vice making yeah. cool moves. And yeah. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the presentation. Um I got, you know, I'm very picky on some things, but the the one thing that I did really see that stood out to me was the presentation 
uh, everything mm-hmm. looked clean, very crisp, and you know, well, let's hope that that everything else follows, you know, right behind it. Yep. Absolutely, they've got their big uh, return. I believe it's it's either July 10th or July 12th, somewhere around there, uh, with with fans. And I, I I'm with you. If they if they can really match that presentation that they've got right now, I think they've they've got a real home run on their hands. Vice's mm-hmm. Vice made a real smart move, kind of piggybacking off the success of Dark Side of the Ring. They were like, people want wrestling on on mm-hmm. Vice, and so let's 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 do it. Let's see let's see how this works. And so far so Just far speaking- so good. Speaking of a uh, uh, dark side of the ring, did you watch that the most recent one? Yes, with, I did. Uh, Dynamite K, what do you think, man? Oh man, that's a well. And I've because I've read Bret Hart's book, so I'm not. I am. I, I am not short on on stories about the Dynamite Kid. Uh-huh. But man, when you hear those firsthand accounts from like his wife and his kids, that just yeah, it, what a. Ooh, it, it, you really, it, it is one of those, you know, I think as Mick, Mick Foley put it, the, the, you gotta, you can try to separate the art from the artist, but man, they, once you, once you hear those stories, they stick with you. And I think even Mick uh, even got on Twitter after he, he saw the episode in full and was like, yeah, no, it's, it, it's really, once you, once you hear, hear those stories, it's very hard to shake them. See, I never, I never read the books. So I don't know like mm-hmm. much of the stories. I just watched uh, his wrestling and, uh, but after I watched that that uh, Dark Side of the Ring, I, they kind of told a little bit of story, but it was kind of like they just kind of skimmed over everything. You yeah. know, they didn't they didn't go deep. It just it was kind of like it made you want to like le- want to know more, but they didn't really go deep into it. I went on Twitter and I found out more mm-hmm. about people's reaction. I could tell by people's reaction that there was more to this guy that they didn't like. His performance was beyond outstanding, beautiful. Yep. I mean, ahead of his game, but his uh, his home life was crazy, <laughs> man. I I he I short. I, I'm just gonna skim over what I understand. Yep. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't know yep. much. I haven't read anything. I will catch up on that. But it just seemed mm-hmm. like uh, uh, he had a tough, tough. Uh, you know, short guy had to, had yep. to deal with wrestling, amateur wrestling, had but fought through just perseverance over that, and it, that just carried. The, it's like the what, what do you call it? The short man syndrome, the the, the yeah. Napoleon, yeah, the, the Napoleon complex. Yeah, no, complex, he absolutely, yeah. and and especially in in that era of wrestling, because he was yeah. getting when you were a short man in wrestling back then, your trainers would would break you harder because they're like, yeah. well, what, are you, what are you even doing here to begin with? We got to make sure right. you're, you're even you're that much tougher. Uh, and so it, it does kind of feel like it is a it there is a there does seem to be a lot of uh, I don't know if it's PTSD or if it's just he he was dealing with a lot already. And then you yeah. add the the trauma of those matches, you add the effects on your brain from the amount of steroids that he was doing from the amount of other stuff that he was doing and that it will yeah it will it will snap that very that very fine tether between a person and reality and that's that's where that's where yeah. that's where stuff gets real dark i mean they you see it in the episodes about like uh like gino hernandez and uh or the the episode even the episode before dynamite smith the the grizzly uh or the not dynamite kid the grizzly smith episode where if you've got just a truly a, a monster that even even his kid didn't know to the yeah. lengths that this man was was terrible mm-hmm. uh and so it it i'm with you though i feel like the 44 minute episodes of dark side of the ring never give me the full the full yeah. story like the brian pillman episode that's two parts they're able to give you like they gave you a full yeah. movie and it, same with their chris benoit episode a lot of their early episodes they they pushed that hour two hour Mark, when it's only 44 minutes, you feel like you're getting an introduction. Like Nick Gage, I got an int- I know a lot about Nick Gage, but that was an introduction to Nick Gage. Yeah. You know, I know I know a lot about the cl- collision in Korea. That was an introduction to the collision in Korea. <laughs> I think I think Bischoff did an entire podcast about collision in Korea. That's uh, 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 enlightening to say the least. It uh, you, you learn a lot. <laughs> you learn a lot. Um, but yeah, it's shout out to Dark Side of the Ring and shout out to Vice for kind of figuring out what mach- I, older wrestling fans want because i i think the the audience for dark side of the ring and the audience for mlw are almost a circle there are a lot of outside fans that watch dark side of the ring but i also think i think that if you really like wrestling enough that you're seeking out stories like grizzly smith like the dynamite kid you'll love mlw i mean it's, it is it's a good it is old school classic 
athletic contests, but they've still got that edge. They've got stuff like Contra. They've got stuff like uh, Fatu, where it does it does kind of have that modern vibe while still feeling like it's it's a part of the tradition, so to yeah. so to speak. Um, and also, it, since we're talking about outside of WWE, AEW now that they have tickets for sale and WWE has tickets for sale, AEW is is leading the charge right now on on ticket sales. They are outselling WWE. Granted, there's a little bit of a price differential, but they, it's still it's still a you know a laureate they can hang their hat on and say, hey, not only were we in Forbes recently, but we're we're beating WWE in ticket sales. I mean, what Ooh, do you tell what me do about you think Forbes? Was it? Tell me about oh, it was Forbes. Just, it, it was Tony Khan. They did a piece on Tony Khan and about how he got into. It, it was very much like a. It wasn't for wrestling fans. It was for like the business people that read. Mm-hmm. Forbes and we're like, oh, I guess wrestling's back. You know, like it. For, I don't, I don't make enough money for that, that to have been my target demo. But it was very cool to kind of see wrestling talked about from that side of of media, uh, if if that makes any sense. Yeah, props to them. Props to them yeah. for even you know show up on the magazine. I'm about to check that out. What's Tony Khan, man? You Carney, you. I love, I love Tony. Khan, a- especially when he throws those promos out, man. Oh yeah, no, he's <laughs> he has been. He has really, I think, come into himself as a personality, uh, and you do you do kind of see that in the interview. Although, it all uh, as much as good as Khan comes off in the interview, his father steals the whole interview because his father basically just says, "I didn't think AEW was going to make money, but I told Tony I'm about to leave. When I die, you and your sister are going to get a lot of money, like a lot of money, like too much money. So just blow some of it now. Spend some of it now. Oh, Go shit. do wrestling." <laughs> And it's okay. 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 And Tony's they're they're apparently because they're investing in a video game, they're not profitable yet, but they're about to be. And so like, yeah. hey, good I good on, good on him. He's you know he's he's blowing that in front of the camera, huh? Like, oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Papa Khan Papa Khan loves being like in front of that camera. I like that. Uh, these are these are very uh heelish McMahonish typish, huh? Oh yeah, no. I when I went to when I went to Jacksonville for the AEW like announce rally thing, uh-huh. I was talk. I basically spent the entire trip talking to my Uber drivers about the Khan family because they're like, oh yeah, no, they they own the entire city around the the stadium, like that whole mm-hmm. downtown area of Jacksonville. Apparently, Shad Khan owns it in some way or another, um, and so they are. I mean, they. It really it, AEW has been very lucky to have this kind of fiefdom to operate out of out of during the pandemic where like it's it's a whole it's a whole city at their disposal. It's not just it's not just a, you know, a studio. They have they have the whole town. Um, but they you know, and I, I remember Shad Khan was actually at the rally beaming like a very proud dad. He's got the AEW cap on. He's like in the background. while uh, I think Conrad or someone was talking. He's like, yeah, my kid did it. Nice. Good for him. It was very. It's it 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 does. It kind of warms your heart. The Forbes article and all that to see how much, how much Shad Khan supports his kid and how how that's kind of turning out. Touche, uh, Tony. Touche. But you know, if we're going to be talking about rich people in wrestling, and uh, we're going to be talking about wrestling promotions started by rich people, <laughs> we got to go south of the border, Tama. Uh, I, I'm uh, I, I got to give a shout out to uh, at Lucha Blog on on Twitter, uh, the Cubs fan dot uh, com I believe is, is is where he covers Lucha Libre, and he's been kind of following the uh, saga of Federa- Federacion Wrestling. How much do you know about Federacion Wrestling, Tama? <laughs> Who? Yeah. <What>? Well, <laughs> that's the thing. What the- they were they were going to have their first <laughs> event this weekend. <laughs> You guys ever read the fine print that appears when you start browsing in incognito mode? It says that your activity might still be visible to your employer, your school, your internet service provider. How can you call that incognito though? To really stop people from seeing the sites you visit, you need to do what I do and use ExpressVPN. Think about all the time they've used Wi-Fi at a coffee shop, a hotel, or even at your parents' house. Without ExpressVPN, every site you visit could be logged by the admin of that network. And that's still true even if you're in incognito mode. Come on now, do you really want your parents to see what you've been looking at? What's more, your home internet provider, I'm talking Comcast, AT&T, whatever, can also see and record your browsing data. And in the US, they're legally allowed to sell that data to advertisers. ExpressVPN is an app that encrypts all of your network data and reroutes it through a network of secure servers so that your private online activity stays just that. Private. 
ExpressVPN works on all devices and it's super easy to use. The app literally has one button. You tap it to connect and your browsing activity is secure from prying eyes. So stop letting strangers invade your online privacy. Protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash Tama. Use my link at expressvpn.com slash Tama to get three extra months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Tama to learn more. Federacion uh, Wrestling had announced that they were going to be the next uh, like big national promotion for Mexico of Lucha Libre. They were going to have a promotion, uh, a show this weekend. They were going to have Andrade. They were going to have Roosh. They were going to have Bestia. They were going to have a lot of Roosh's friends like Bandito and other CMLL talent. In fact, putting this show together caused ROH and CMLL to have a falling out. Despite oh. the fact, yes, despite the fact that CMLL still hasn't removed ROH from a lot of their graphics packages, like apparently the word is that's not that whole relationship has been Damn, very ROH. cold, very I'm, cold I'm, since. I'm well, name this, this is can't get right. That company can't get right. That's well, and, and this is I don't know how much of this is ROH and how much of this is just Roosh because the promoter of Federacion oh, Wrestling no. is apparently a, a friend of Roosh, and so they decided they were going to have a promotion that was Roosh and Roosh's friends. And CMLL did not like this because Roosh works for CMLL and a lot of Roosh's friends work for CMLL. Uh, and so it was it was this big deal. And like I said, they were going to have Andrade. They were going to have a lot of big names. They were selling tickets through PayPal and Bitcoin. And oh, uh, man. yeah, you could buy it through crypto. So that's that's just one of the other kind of red flags that was popping up as this thing was going on. <laughs> then this Bitcoin then, for tickets. <laughs> Then uh, uh, earlier earlier this week, Roosh and Andrade both announced that they're not going to uh, be on the show for logistical reasons. Uh, and then those logistical reasons were revealed about 12 hours later when Federacion Wrestling announced that they were canceling the event, that you could get refunds through Coinbase and the other places where they, they were selling tickets. They, they now say it's postponed, but they are still offering refunds. It still does not look like it's, it's going to going to happen so all of this to do all of this uh scorched earth between roh and cmll seems to have been for naught just because uh because uh, someone tried to 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 go all all sws or AEW on the on the Yo, Lucha so Libre scene on. let me get this right is yep i know that roosh is for roh works for roh does he still yep. work part-time for cmll it was it wasn't. I don't know if it was specifically Roosh that was the problem, or if it was the the Roosh, uh, like the Roosh friends that were going to be on it. Because I know that Atlantis was booked for it. Like there were a lot of like CMLL names that were going to be on this card, uh, and so it it definitely like yes, I know Roosh is an, an ROH talent, but Roosh was taking other CMLL guys uh, with him to this promotion to kind of fill out the like it the the it really it 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 didn't sell more than a thousand tickets because it sounds like a lot of mexican wrestling fans also kind of got the vibe that this this didn't feel like something that was going to actually happen there have been a number of promotions in the past that have uh have tried to do something similar but none with the kind of fallout that this one has like roosh is supposed to have a press conference later today addressing things uh like it it sounds like this is this oh, they didn't no. lose a ton of money, but they still have to deal with the the for lack of a better term the clusterfuck that they've, they they yeah, have brought. Yeah, I wonder if they're stepping on people's toes, man. If that's the the whole deal here, because were well, they going to have the show in, in Mexico City? No, it was I I it may have been in Mexico City. I need to find the the exact uh, wording, but part of the, part of the problem was CMLL and AAA, pretty much all of the Mexican rest, all of the Lucha Libre promotions have been struggling with the the pandemic. I mean, there was uh -huh. a point where even the CMLL wrestlers were on strike. This is why you you often see them uh, working as the the people that like help with the no mask PSAs and all that. You mm -hmm. know, kind of sanitizing people because that was that was paying work that CMLL just didn't have for them. Um, and so it, it does seem like Federacion Wrestling was an attempt to capitalize on the fact that CMLL was on shaky ground. But now that now that the uh, now that now that the pandemic is over and uh, it well, it's, Mexico still has has ways to go. But CMLL is now at the point where they can bring fans back. Like the, it's mm -hmm. it 
it's now at the point where CMLL can 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 get back on stable ground, and and as they're getting back on stable ground, the ground is kind of collapsing underneath everyone involved in Federacion wrestling. Like oh, I don't no. I don't think Atlant I don't think it's going to be a big fallout for guys like Atlantis or any of the other CL who are right. just like I I don't know I was offered money what was I supposed to do? But like guys like <laughs> right? Roosh, guys like yeah, but guys like the promoter La Bestia, like there are there are some people that are going to have to have to maybe eat some crow over this. Ooh. Yeah, dang, um, man, I it, shit, I don't even know what to say about that. I, CMLL, man, that's a territory, and if, if <laughs> mm-hmm. that's they own Mexico City, if you're trying to do a show there and trying to use their guys, somebody's got to get a cut, you know, especially if they're owned by the company. Somebody's got to get mm-hmm. a cut. Somebody's got to be paid, at least from my understanding. So, oh, oh yeah, no, it's that. it's it's very much still lucha libre, and so that you know you gotta. You gotta play by the rules, or else uh, the rules uh, uh, play you. Um, it, it, yeah. Any shout out to to everyone. A shout out to Lucha Blog for keeping everyone updated on all the the wild and crazy times that are the world of Lucha Libre uh, news, especially in the pandemic, especially when there was so much uh, kind of unrest. Uh, Lucha Blog does does a lot of great work. I re- they're an invaluable source on on Twitter, um, but it. It definitely feels like now that the world is is opening back up, even in Japan, uh, the uh-huh. it was either a health minister or something. They said they they are on track to get back to fifty percent capacity. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's looking it as long as everything goes well. I mean, you you would know from your past three months. You know, it, it until it actually happens, you can't really right. bet on it. But uh, well, I, I, I saw that they got the the mass vaccination going on rolling yeah. out right at this moment i saw the cops were uh uh getting their shots so that's a that's a big step from when we, when i was there which was just mm-hmm. like a couple weeks ago right so yep. that's to see that i'm like okay we might we might be on our way to to having you know full capacity here in a little bit so and they need mm-hmm. the olympics to happen man they put too much damn yep. money into yep. that man trillions billions i don't even know I- yeah, no, it's a de- billion trillion a bunch of money. It's, it's definitely it's definitely in the billions, and especially since uh, there was it, it, they were staring down the barrel of a no tourist Olympics. Like that's yeah. a, that's a big loss for a country to eat. Like the, the whole the whole benefit is the tourism for having the Olympics, and so right. if they can if they can get that uh, vaccination thing up to up to speed, then they can have a look it's not going to be a normal olympics but it's going to be an olympics that they you know isn't gonna isn't gonna hurt the country in a way that uh it would if if it was this no no tourist you know uh cluster muck but yeah it's it shout out to uh shout out to japan finally getting the the vaccinations going we're now at the point in america where uh vaccination rates are are going up uh andrew governor andrew cuomo of new york is either tonight or tomorrow night going to blow off a bunch of fireworks at various locations in the state of new york to celebrate 70 <laughs> he's he's like yeah there's gonna he technically had to warn everyone because it's fireworks but yeah there's gonna be surprise fireworks in like 15 15 places in new across new york state so be on the lookout for that hey they go, they're giving out free beer too if you go get your shot yep. so uh hey free beer <laughs> free shots, shots. They gave, uh, me a five, they gave me <laughs> they gave me a five dollar ticket. <laughs> you got a five dollar ticket? Hell yeah! <laughs> no, I took yeah. A, a coupon at Target, man, I, for getting my shot. That's that's <laughs> that's we're just trying to get that shit out. <laughs> Oh, dude! I, I think it's either Oregon or Washington. You get a free joint uh, from a dispensary if you have <laughs> hey. a. Uh, if you've got a a, a vaccination, uh, California just announced that they're opening back up. Uh, with a parade of they had minions they had the trolls from the trolls movies and they had a bunch of transformers uh it was very very weird okay yeah, thanks shout smoke, out to a smoke and a okay, smoke, a, smoke and a, <laughs> smoke and a jab i don't know smoke and a jab <laughs> shout out to to meow run love uh 34 on the uh on the chat it's washington is where you can get the the free shot or you can get the free uh free Free marijuana cigarette, if you will, uh, from <laughs> from your local from your local dispensary. Only in America, I love it. Oh. <laughs> Me- meanwhile, we sent eighty to Trinidad and Tobago. The, the the United States sent a total of eighty vaccines to the to the country of Trinidad and Tobago. It should be noted that a box of vaccines, like the vials, the box of vials holds n- like hundred and ninety five. So we're not even sending a whole box to some countries, <laughs> but at least we're getting the vaccines. 
but yeah, AEW is about to go back on the road. Uh, WWE is going to be in uh, Vegas the same week as the uh, big big boxing fight. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's it. It definitely feels like a, a return to uh, to normalcy is on on the the horizon for wrestling. How does it kind of feel watching everything open up, knowing that like it's you you could be back in front of some serious fans very soon? That's great. Uh, let's get going, man. I, right. Let's 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 just get let's get back to uh the new normal, whatever that is, man. Whatever yep. we build our new normal to be. Huh? What, do you, what do you think our new normal is gonna be like? I don't know. Right. Right now, the new normal in Chicago is you walk into the gas station with your mask in your hand, and if the attendant isn't wearing it, you don't wear it, and if the attendant is wearing it, you just kind of throw it on. Like that. Oh. That that's that's the new normal. Is just kind of self awareness. Like, hey, that's what happened last week. My first week here, I walked into yep. the store and I'll. You know, I had my mask on. I saw some people without it, and I was like, "Oh!" And I just kind of like put it down a little bit. Have I, I feel a little out of place uh, wearing it here in Florida, man, because everybody's walking yep. around without it. So, but, but if I see them wearing it, I'll put it on. If they don't wear it, well, I'm taking it off. Ex- yeah, exactly. And now you're vaccinated, and so that's that's kind of the big that's the big deciding factor right now. Like in in Chicago, the we have the signs that just say if you're not vaccinated, wear a mask. If you are vaccinated, you you're good. And I. <laughs> I'm vaccinated, so I can, you know, I've got a, I have a gig Friday at a distillery. I'm, I'm back, baby. The world, America's back. <laughs> uh, but it's, uh, it. I'm seeing oh, a lot of booking uh, happening here, and especially in the wrestling world, everybody's, uh, I've been getting hit up, and I'm like, oh mm-hmm. man, okay, that's when you know business is starting, the world's starting to open back up. Oh yeah, it you're getting booked, and now you get booked at a distillery. I love it, man. Exactly. Yeah, it's and it's it's it definitely, especially with the, you know, uh, Impact Wrestling is going to be having their big slam anniversary event where they're they're promising a debut from one of the WWE releases. Matt Cardona is lighting the independent scene on fire with his feud with Nick Gage right that? now. Did they say that we're, they're promising on? Uh, uh, oh yeah, no the. Basically, the 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 Slammiversary commercial isn't about any match. It's just like it's like a picture of Okada. It's a picture of Muto. It's anyone that's ever worked for um, for Impact Wrestling. It's like they had Samoa Joe in there. They they are like saying maybe it'll be Brian Danielson. Maybe it'll be the Iconics. Maybe it'll like. And every time someone gets released, they add like a flag or so, or something new to it to kind of keep hyping up the fact that like yeah, it's gonna be. It's going to be someone like a lot of people thought thought Samoa Joe was going to show up at Slammiversary until news broke this week that uh, NXT has scooped him back up uh, after the WWE release. Um, and so it, it there is like a there is a palpable hype to, to that. But when you've got an independent scene where, where Braun Strowman is available, Buddy Murphy is about to be available. And you see what guys like uh, like Cardona, like EC3, like a lot of these former WWE talent are doing to, to expand the the like expand the the sort of borders of storytelling in in independent wrestling it we have an exciting like year or two coming up on the uh like it, it really is like it's it because especially with the way that impact aew new japan mlw they all seem to have this this you know transparent membrane i'm not going to say that the forbidden door is open but it's easy to pass through and it's very easy for anything to happen right now Uh um and so it 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 adds that that electricity like it it, it, i don't know i feel like wrestling needs it it's been like a it's been a a pandemic of very safe stories of very safe wrestling to kind of keep you know of uh, even even smackdown as cool as smackdown is right now it's a holding pattern it's it's every week reigns is is says something to dismiss jay and jimmy uh th- they do another tease of uh ray mysterio and dominic and they just they keep they just keep moving until they can get back in front of fans again mm-hmm. and so now that it's it's like we're almost there you can you can start to feel that hunger from the wrestling fans like you saw it at at double or nothing you saw in in the the most recent aew tapings like these are fans that are ready they're ready to cheer they're ready to boo they're not they're not there to sit on their hands uh nxt just had 300 people in the capital wrestling center on sunday like they it's the 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 vibe is back the 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 world is is kind of i saw, I saw some back. news I, I saw some news that uh that rego has stepped down is, is this a storyline or is he stepping down yeah and is, is that where someone no, is, it, is 
it might be where Samoa Joe's coming in. It is storyline. Like it was the end of NXT and everyone's been brawling with everyone. Like every week NXT is some kind of mayhem and bedlam. And so William uh-huh. Regal was just sort of like, I don't, I'm done. I don't know what to do. There needs to be a change. <laughs> uh, and so there is, there is like, there is a palpable change on the horizon for NXT. Cause like, I open it, up it the does... forbidden door NXT. Let there me you go. in. Come on Ooh. NXT. What's up, Finn Balor? Yeah. What's good? Miss you, buddy. <laughs> there you go. Get, get you and Finn Balor. I mean, hell, G.O.D. versus M.S.K. That's a that feels like a like a good time waiting to happen. Um, like it, NXT, it I it's not my thing, but the stuff that isn't working for me is working. Like you know what I mean? It's it's mm-hmm. one of those subjectively. I'm not crazy about it, but objectively. <laughs> They've got they they've definitely figured out what the the new NXT is. I think being on TV kind of changed the way it was. They changed it from that that solid hour of a taped show where you didn't necessarily need to have everyone on every week. Mm-hmm. And now they've kind of figured out how to use everyone every week while still showcasing newer stars like uh, like mm-hmm. your Indy Hartwells and and stuff like that. And so it I don't know. Maybe maybe that's the whole point of Regal stepping down is NXT kind of finally saying we're we're done being that that show where William Regal is is hanging out at independent shows to come grab someone. We're ready to be this this WWE property. I don't I don't know. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or Seven Up. All with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I don't, it, it, does, it does feel like it's going to be very interesting. Also, I mean, if, if, and since we're talking about North America, as someone just pointed out in, in, the, uh, in the chat, your boy Jay White's going to be at a signing in California. He's, he's in North America. That forbidden door is is kind of flapping around on its hinges, and Jay White's just kind of in America somewhere right now. There's a lot. There's a lot that can happen. Anything can happen. Anything. Tom, can anything. Happen. That, that's hey, like you said, in this next year or two, it's it's it, there's some kind of excitement going on. Like you don't you don't know what yep. what's gonna happen or what can happen. So many possibilities, and I doesn't it feel like anything can happen? Any door can open. Man, I. Man, I I watched Lamar Odom knock out Aaron Carter. <laughs> Anything can happen right now. Hey man, like, come on now. Like, like, did you have your bet on? No, your, I didn't. I didn't tell me your bet. <laughs> did you bet I didn't. I didn't. Lamar I didn't. Odom against Aaron Carter no, I didn't. I didn't. No, I didn't bet on it. I didn't pay for it. I just watched. I just watched the clip. I watched the clip on Twitter, but it, it does kind of like it does kind of add to that weird what what even is reality right now you know because like like there's pro wrestling crazy boxing crazy TikTokers, right this is yep. like that's crazy and, they're making and more it, money than like boxers <laughs> real boxers no they they straight up are they are absolutely <laughs> making they're making more money they're putting themselves through less let's face it, they're not they're not going through the careers that guys like Hagler and hearns and sugar ray leonard and and uh roberto duran had to go through like they are they are they are definitely having a very easy time making a bunch of money, and I respect the hell out of that hustle. I can't lie. Yeah, man. Like who, hey. who? Who? <laughs> like let's 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 be real. What what celebrity would you fight, Tama? If you could fight any celebrity for for a, a hefty sum, who would man, you? Man, after who, I saw Aaron Carter, I went, man, I'll fight Aaron Carter. <laughs> yeah, you fight Aaron Carter. Right. I, I, I don't know, man. Justin Bieber, yo. I Ooh, feel like, Justin ooh, Bieber. Justin, okay, I fight Justin Bieber. You know, shit. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah, he looked like he uh he I seen him try to buff up one time on, on he came out of the car and some like paparazzi was like <laughs> in his way and he's like he swole up and I was like oh shit okay I didn't know you get down like that man <laughs> I'll slap the shit out of your bitch ass 
I, hey, look, get get Triller, get Triller on the phone. I will, I'll, I'll put up some money for it. I'll commentate, hey, whatever. Tomatonga, yeah, Tomatonga versus Justin Bieber. I Justin watch Bieber, and that. you know he gonna be, he you know he gonna go get uh Floyd Mayweather, Mayweather on his on his side. He gonna get all the the pro training and shit, man. I'll be over here slap slap back boxing with my son. That's how I'll be training yeah. for a bit right, for Justin Bieber. It's, it's gonna be, it's gonna be like, it's gonna be like Rocky Three. He's gonna be doing all the the regular stuff. <laughs> You're gonna be, you're gonna be doing, you're gonna be pull-ups on an iron pull-ups. bar. And That's right, baby. man. I'll be out in my garage doing some half-ass sit-ups. <laughs> oh my god! I, I could, I could, uh, I could approach it like a what's his name that got knocked out one punch by Jake Paul. <laughs> oh, Askren. 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 Yep. I could approach that fight like Askren. Askren didn't give one <laughs> damn dime about anything. <laughs> he was, he was, he was smiling while he was on the canvas. Like it was, it was hilarious. He walked out of the ring smiling, grabbing his wife. <laughs> Said, I just got well, you a new house, hon. <laughs> yeah. No, exactly. And because like, and here, the best part about that pay-per-view is everyone was just so blatantly high for the entire duration of <laughs> that it's like Jake Paul didn't feel anything. Ben Askren was like, I'm I'm fine. I didn't even know it happened. Like it was they were breaking up weed at the commentary table on camera. Like it was it was Oscar De La Hoya was a trip, yo. <laughs> but like that, when he was you, high when you on think, some supply, man, he was high on some. <laughs> but like, like think of how much we're talking about that. It's been it's been what like a month since that fight. There was just a UFC fight this weekend. Did you watch it? <laughs> No, I didn't even hear about it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. There was. There was like a. There, there was a UFC fight very recently. I think somebody. I think someone even had one of those gross moments where they like broke their own leg on a kick or something like that. But oh, like no. But it doesn't have the. It doesn't have the traction that these, for lack of a better term, that these freak shows have. You know, like these oh. these. Carny circus it. events. I'm reading here in the chat here on Twitch, and somebody said that Nate Diaz had a fight this past weekend. Nate Diaz had a fight, and I didn't hear about it. Is let it, me, let me it look just happen? Did Nate Diaz just have a fight, or did is he about to have a fight? Because I haven't heard neither, and that's bad. When I'm when I know more about the TikTok and the YouTube. Fight. Oh yeah, no. Set on Saturday, Leon Edwards beat Nate Diaz by decision. Oh at no! At UFC 260. This is this yeah, is the UFC. And Nate Diaz is a big name. Yep, Damn. he lost by decision to Leon Edwards, and we're still talking about Pete Davidson <laughs> watching two guys slap the shit out of each other <laughs> in some hey. in some hallway. <laughs> Pete Davidson was funny as hell, though. That <laughs> he's like, "What the hell am I doing out here?" <laughs> he he looked like he was gonna fire his agent right after that show. Like it, was, it very much had this vibe of like, I I don't know if. Cause like I I know that he's trying to like not cultivate an image, but he's trying to get away from that like Pete Davidson. He's trying to t- be taken a little more seriously, and so like his big commentary thing was like just him getting blazed with Snoop Dogg, and like like, like he was the best part of it because he would say stuff like I don't like Askren, I don't like Jake Paul, both of them are assholes, but someone's gonna get hurt, so this is gonna be fun. Like he was great, but he looked so embarrassed to be there. He was just oh. When you got Snoop Dogg commentating, I can't take nothing of that. Like, can't take the show no. serious. I, I love Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg, the real yeah. deal. He's an OG, man. And, but you know he can't pay money. He's funny oh, yeah. as hell. He's coming on there to, to commentate some funny shit. High as mm. hell. Can't mm. take that shit serious, man. But, hey, he made a killing. Gotta respect the hustle on that, huh? Well, but that, and that, that's kind of the, I don't know. That, that, that keeps being the discussion, though. Because if, if Dana White can't, hook people's imagination then like the whole ufc model doesn't make sense anymore because dana dana white has really made that into the whole wwe thing right where it's it's Mm -hmm. it's all the money goes into ufc the fighters are on like a they don't they don't get the 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 purse the way that they used to back in the old days of combat sports yeah and so like i think that's the real attraction to these these like big these big circus events is that like it's independent even yes there is there is some dude promoting it who's going to make a bunch of the money but it's still it's still to the it still respects the fighters it still gives them you know a hefty a hefty purse for like in ben Askren's case just show it up like thank you 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 have you've given this this show legitimacy you've given you know jake paul 
you, you, you are another step on Jake Paul's career and, and you have been rewarded handsomely for it. That's what combat sports is supposed to be about. That's what I mean. Hell, if you watch the, the there's a great documentary on Showtime right now, Four Kings, about the four kings of boxing and how, you know, Sugar Ray Leonard, even if he lost the match, he won it financially because yeah. he, he always was negotiating for Sugar Ray. Um, I think. I think that's where that's where combat times sports are changing, has. man. Yeah, they times really they, they really are. I mean, even WWE is, has kind of said they're going to have to kind of move away from all the stuff they've done in the Thunderdome once they get in front of fans like the whole Alexa Bliss storyline. They're like the the doll is going to be going on hiatus. The the spooky supernatural stuff is going to be going on hiatus. We have to we have to go back to is that I don't I don't know. Biting on it. Are people not. Well, it's in I mean, I. The tip, according to the ticket sales, people aren't biting on it. But yeah, I mean, it, I think it's I think it's because they can't they can't control the crowd the way they can in the Thunder. Like in the Thunderdome, they have control over the crowd response. They have control yeah. over the camera angles. They can reshoot yeah. stuff if they need to. And so it's yeah. it's very easy to do the supernatural stuff. Whereas now it's going to be it's going to be up to the wrestlers. It's going to be up to the you know, mm. it's 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 going to be back on the the uh, the shoulders of your your Cesaro's, your Seth Rollins, your you know your for lack of a better term, your workhorses. Yeah. Um, Oof. Oof. It's gonna get. Okay. It's gonna get. It's gonna get wild. But uh, you know, we, if we're gonna be talking about wrestling, we gotta talk about Kazuna Road because New Japan mm. is back. They're back on a schedule where like it feels like the old touring schedule where they've got like three on, a couple yeah. off, and they're they're back on. And th- there's a kind of unique hook to the the Kazuna Road tour right now because instead of the main event is still very nebulous. We don't know when Shingo Takagi and Kota Ibushi are going to clash for the, the heavyweight title. Mm-hmm. And so right now, the real focus is on the young Lions. They're letting them go yeah. through like a gauntlet of singles matches. Yuya Uemura has faced Minoru Suzuki and Zack Sabre mm-hmm. Jr. in the past two nights. Uh, Tsuji mm-hmm. had to face Hiroshi Tanahashi and then yeah. uh, Taichi. And so they are really, they are getting thrown into the, to the lion's den, so to speak. Uh, what have you kind of been thinking of of the young lions getting the showcase, getting this kind this of series? Great. This is this right? is a great idea. It's run them through, man. They've been they've been a young boy for what, three plus years. Yeah, three plus years, man. And and the whole pandemic, I think, kind of slowed down their uh their them getting sent out for the excursion. So yep, you know, we have to adapt. And what better way to put in, to put them through like these veterans man these guys that have been in the game because you could, this is how you learn fast man for a young for a young boy you learn when you go and against it, these older guys man these veterans and it's it's not just kind of throwaway matches where they're like yeah no here's a veteran for you to face like in Yuya Yurimura's case he's been asking for a match with Minoru Suzuki for like over a year like he has mm-hmm. he has really been been begging for them to put him in the ring with Suzuki and that's the first match they give him that they mm-hmm. really it it definitely feels it has it has that substance to it that I think a lot of young young lion matches aren't aren't allowed to have just by the nature of it because it's it's not about it's not about that it's about them learning in the ring whereas now they're actually able to say like all right let's actually let's let's test their metal let's let's yeah. give them what they've been asking for uh, Suji and Tanahashi had a great match but I mean Uemura by taking on Zack Sabre Jr. He took on Suzuki. Uh, it it does kind of it feels like he's getting like a, a little Suzuki Goon tryout right now, right? Because they they were re- like Minoru Suzuki busted out that one foot drop kick that he he only yeah. busts out in like title matches. Damn, Saber took off his head, bro. Yep. Shit. Fucking and Sa- and Saber Saber was trying to break that kid. Like he was really uh-huh. trying to see like all right, let's see which way your limbs go. And so it mm-hmm. it, it had this kind of like like breaking him in vibe he's he doesn't have a lot more suzuki good matches to come but like they both are gonna have to face suji and uemura are gonna have to face okada they're gonna have to uh again uh uemura is gonna have to face tanahashi uh suji's gonna have to face suzuki it definitely it i i really like seeing especially guys like tanahashi in this role where they get to you know see what the young lions are made of so to speak because mm-hmm. you don't you don't usually see the ace in in a singles match with a young lion he'll sometimes mm-hmm. maybe tag with them or maybe tag against them but a one-on-one yoda suji hiroshi tanahashi match i mean that feels yeah was, I saw, it was i saw a picture uh he said that uh suji said that tanahashi was the reason why he came into wrestling and there's a picture of them uh when he was i think he just took a picture of him yep. when he was a fan to see then and now man holy shit that's that i love that kind of stuff man 
Mm-hmm. I love that kind of stuff. I I can see Suji going in as a as a baby face going towards Tana. Oh, yeah. going under Tana. I can see that man. I can see him being a powerhouse wrestler there. I can see uh, Uemura, like you said, going under the Suzuki flag. I can see that. Yeah, because he really, I mean, Uemura really does, he, he has that, he has that old school Carl Gotch, like, fire of, like, I'm, 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 yes, I'm here to win, but I'm also, he likes to hurt people. You can kind of tell, he likes to, he likes to, he likes to not only hurt people, he likes people to hurt him. He likes to, mm-hmm. likes to fight. And uh, th- that fighting spirit, I think, is going to carry him, him very far. But yeah, it, it, it it definitely has kind of livened up the the undercard for the the new japan shows as kazuna road kind of find mm-hmm. finds its way to uh to summer struggle but it, it it makes me think back to what uh the new president of new japan said about being in the dream business and it, yeah. it feels it, it it we're used to that being something that would be targeted at the fans of like we're in we're in the we're in the business of the fans dreams but now that you're looking at this young lion match like I think he might also be in the business of the dreams of the wrestlers as well. You know what I mean? Like he's not yeah. just trying to make fan dreams come true. He's trying to make Uemura's dream of, right. of being in the ring with Suji come true or with uh, Suzuki come true. He's trying to make Suji's dream of, of being Tanahashi, you know, actually going toe to toe with Tanahashi come true. And it, it's just, I don't know. It just warms your heart. It's just, it's that right. kind of, it's, it, it's that joy that I think a lot of, not just wrestling promotion, just a lot of art doesn't want to tap into, you know, like there's a lot of, I think there's a lot, especially in wrestling and and especially in, in, in this area, there's a lot of like aggressive, Oh, we want to be, we, we want to make, we, we want to make you suffer. We want to make you, we're all about pain and rock and all the hard things. Whereas like sometimes joy, sometimes, you know, happiness, that's a, it's a good wellspring. It's a great wellspring for inspiration. Yeah, like going with the flow, adjusting, you know, mm-hmm. listening, keeping your ear to, you know, to the pulse, you, man, figuring out what the wrestlers want, the fans want, and adjusting accordingly. I think yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah, because you can you can only be in someone's face so long. You can you yeah. know until it gets annoying. That that's the problem with like in your face entertainment is eventually you're just sort of like all right, let me leave, let me alone, let me dream a little bit, and that. Mm-hmm. This is one of this is one of those cases where New Japan they let you dream and then they make that dream come true. Just a a very very fun time. But uh we've we've had a damn fun time kind of chopping it up over this past uh this past, almost an hour here on the Thomas Island podcast. I want to give a shout out to everyone in the chat who has been kind of helping us uh go along and especially correcting me on on things like where you can get a free joint for your your vaccination shout out to everyone that, <laughs> shout out to to I, I like to, i like to think of the chat as all of our producers um they, they keep us on track sometimes sometimes we have to go in there to remind ourselves what we were talking about um but also shout out shout out to our our sponsor shout out to expressvpn shout out to manscaped i just got another box from them of uh like crop deodorant fresh razors oh. like they they have been hooking me up. I, I cannot. I really appreciate it, especially as summer's here. Like you got to stay yeah. cool. You got to stay my, fresh. My wife thanks you, Manscaped. I appreciate. <laughs> I appreciate all the yep. all the products, man. I've been using them, enjoying them. The the crop duster, <laughs> the crop duster. The, right. <laughs> you guys, I love the names. I really hey, do. <laughs> get twenty percent off. Use use the code name Tom at Manscaped.com, guys. Enjoy yourself, Ross. Thank you for chopping it up, guys. On the chat on twitch thank you very much for joining us we're going to come back next week if you can't join us on patreon.com backslash thomas island we're going to have happy hour this saturday coming up 5 30 p.m join us we get deep answer your questions thank you very much again guys enjoy your week stay safe out there y'all ross the culture vulture (laughs) i'll see you later man thanks guys take care Thank you for listening to this week's Thomas Island. Find more great Thomas Island content like the Shotgun series, weekly happy hour Zoom calls with Tama, video versions of the podcast, and much, much more at patreon.com forward slash Thomas Island and visit at Thomas Island on Instagram and Twitter.